0: well, here we are again. It's suggestible. It's a time of day where we suggest things to you. I'm Claire. Here's
1: James. That's right. The time of day varies for us when we're recording. It also varies for you, presumably, when you <laughs> listen to it. Wherever you are in the world. But you know what we always say? Wherever you are, it's suggestible o'clock, isn't it, Claire?
2: <laughs>
0: That's the time that it is. You have a big That's clock in you. the studio with yep. an arrow that just points to suggestible time.
1: And another clock that says, don't kill yourself. <laughs> That's for me.
0: Yeah. Though, is it a clock or is it more of just like a big sign? Just a
1: sign, yeah. It's With not, your face on it. It's not, not shaped like sad. a clock. Yeah, it's me looking like disapproving. Like, don't you do it.
0: <laughs> Doing that, what, like Uncle Sam point
1: <laughs> yeah, or something right, straight yeah.
0: directly at you?
1: It's cool. not very inspiring because it's me talking to me and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about me. do tell me what to do.
0: I thought you'd have like a picture of me and our son and our I need family. a picture, Claire. I've
1: got your lovely visage every day.
0: Visage? Yeah. Oh. Cool. Is that French for toilet? I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: That didn't sound right. Anyway, this is a podcast um, where we suggest things to you and this week we're doing a very special episode because, as I mentioned last week, I'm pregnant. That's right. Which doesn't really affect you at all, listener. However... To us, it's a pretty big
1: deal. Well, I'm listening and it affects me.
0: <laughs> anyway, and so we thought we'd do an extra special episode on parenthood. Yeah. And look, the
1: thing is, uh, if you're not a parent or you don't want to be a parent and, or you hate kids Turn or whatever. yeah, Yeah, very more than welcome to. But look, if you have any interest in maybe at some point having kids, then this, is, this might come in handy Popping for you. Popping
0: out a few buns from your That's oven. That's right.
1: But I would say one of the things that <laughs> the biggest thing I guess I'd like to emphasize up top is for kids is just do whatever works for you. Exactly. Like take advice that's useful, but ignore everything that's not. Correct. and Don't listen to anybody because mostly people just want to just tell you the thing that they did
0: or okay. complain,
2: <laughs>
1: which is what we're going to do
2: right now.
0: Yeah. Look, exactly, because everyone's experience is different. I think particularly for women, everybody's body is different too. So the way that they go into childbirth and into motherhood and all of those things is different. Yeah. And I think- Like listening to advice from one woman because she had that particular experience with her baby or one family is dangerous because you are not her and your body may not do what hers did. And so I think, yeah, it's just really important. I've written be kind to yourself.
1: Have you also written mute your computer so it doesn't –
0: Oh, yeah, sorry, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, colleagues. We've Started on a bad note because I know
1: because I often do that at my more popular show, The Weekly Planet, oh, and people Lord. like look around to see if their Here computer has made like a this,
0: this is becoming a thing now for you, hasn't it? You just keep slipping in that the show's more popular on The Weekly
2: Planet. I was going to
1: say it's cross promotion, it's not though, because it's much more popular. I don't need it, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, anyway, am I going first? Or you, so I, I thought the first thing we could talk about is something we could talk about together Bloody because
2: full
0: of hot air. <laughs> I am, you are. uh,
1: but. The, this, I think, this first thing we kind Stinky of... Stinky hot ca- air. It's true. They, we come at it from different perspectives for obvious reasons and that's kind of um Because I'm a woman That's right. and you're a man. That's right.
0: And you didn't cook one in your tum-tum. I didn't cook one. pop it out your vag-vag. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> in a whole lot of trauma. No. I did. Uh, you were there uh, eating a chicken burger. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Can we get over the chicken burger? <laughs>
0: okay, so just very briefly, at the moment we have one child and I, we have another on the way. My one—I had a very terrible birth. I won't go into its specifics. So no one needs to know that, but it was terrible. There was a lot of swearing and scary things that happened. And my one memory of James is turning over to him in, like, I was in total agony, and just bloody eating a chicken burger. Yeah. First of all, feet up on the side of the was, bed.
1: It was like a chicken <laughs> schnitzel sandwich, and the reason that I was eating is because we were there for like twenty hours, and the nurses said. <laughs> Just take some time to go and get some an A because this is like a long thing, and that's why I went. Oh, I didn't. I didn't just it was have a long s-
0: for you. I it? didn't
1: just. I. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I. Kn- it wasn't to be like yeah. Just wait on a second. I'm just going to get. I didn't get Uber Eats delivered to the delivery room. And <laughs> like you didn't get half whole a chicken compresses burger
0: to mop your sweaty brow. Well,
1: there's a f- funny story. A friend of ours had. Um, I heard this from a friend who heard it from someone he worked with. Okay, but he got there in the end. Guys, get- <laughs>
0: he's really struggling today.
1: But uh. Basically, the, um, the wife was in terrible, terrible labor and the husband was, like, next to her kind of panicking and the nurse handed him, like, a cool towel for her and he went, oh, thank you, and he, like, patted his own face <laughs> with it. Said, that's, that's
0: like so those funny. stories of these um, husbands that pass out or whatever yeah. in the middle. So I think, of the me having suite.
1: like half a burger over a nineteen-hour period, Claire, come <laughs> with some bloody slack, all right? We know people who have been like forced to leave or whatever for various reasons. Yeah, yeah, been disaster. asked to leave
0: by the midwives because mm. they were causing too much r- trouble. Yeah, ruckus. That's
1: right. Anyway,
0: oh look, it's a it's a full-on experience. However, that is just the beginning of your oh my god, journey. it's just the beginning
1: of the journey. The but beginning. anyway, what I wanted to. Talk about though like fitness and how I and again I think this is different for both of us. You want to start us. with fitness. I want to start with fitness because I think that one of the most important things that people don't talk about with having a kid is you need to be physically and like mentally well or as much as you can because it it helps greatly with the sleep deprivation and the, just the mental trauma of everything that's going on.
0: We I mean also it's a
1: gift, a joy, it's wonderful. Yeah, obviously clear all that but, shit, but yeah. I'm Look, just that's <laughs> a given. Everything we I say just that's a given, all right? Just <laughs> pretend I said that. Yeah. But um and what has worked for me and I would love to hear what what you did as well. Um I've I I do F45, which is like it's it's pretty expensive, but I don't really drink anymore or go out, so I figure like if I'd spend 100 bucks on alcohol, I could. I don't. I don't spend that. You can on. spend it at the yeah.
0: gym doing chin-ups on a bar. Yeah, exactly. And with loud
1: music, and you literally go in, and it's like Black Mirror, but for gyms, where you look at a screen, and the screen does a thing, and then you do the exercise, and then you move around the room, and it's a mixture of cardio and weights, and it's forty-five minutes, and then you're done. And I do that maybe four to six times a week, and that kind of that kind of gets me through. And I yeah. think just that short, sharp kind of like really quick one and done kind of fitness really works for me as opposed to like, you know, you go to the gym and you kind of wander around and you do a bit of this and you do a bit of that and you're on your phone you talk to this person or whatever, but it's just like get in, get out.
0: The one thing that changes hugely, particularly when you become a first-time parent, is your level of time that you have for yourself is greatly diminished. Oh, yeah. And those hours that you do have for yourself are really, really really important. And because I think sometimes I think part of me got really cross when you said fitness then. And I think that comes from me as a woman because when you give birth and your body changes so much, there's a huge amount of pressure societally for us to, A, bounce back, whatever that means, into a particular body type straight away, without respecting the fact that our body has just gone through this enormous change. And so you feel so much pressure already and I know so many new mums have experienced this, not to mention that a lot of things happen with your pelvic floor and other Mm. things. To do with your body as a woman in the way that you have birth, which prevent you from doing exercise, particularly for the first six weeks, no matter whether you had a cesarean or things went, um, you know, more of a natural birth, and so that made me really cross that you started yeah. a fitness, even though I know it's really important because obviously indoor. Yeah. Well, that's are why really I also wanted to talk health. about
1: because it's completely different for me than it is you, and even yeah. like for, and obviously it's different for me now because my body isn't changing. And no, in you're
0: fitter, if anything.
1: So I w- I'm
0: becoming the size yeah. of a house.
1: But I just wanted to quickly also say before you talk about your, and I lodge you to a tyre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you, if like you don't have to pay for a gym membership, if you want to go for a run, you should do that. I, uh, Sterling K. Brown has a really good. Um, who's an actor that people might know from various things. He I saw his fitness regime is if he doesn't get in the gym is. Um, Collings will link it below, but it's basically fifty jumping jacks, forty squats, thirty push ups, twenty butt ups, which is like a. <laughs> You Just look it up. It's like lifting your butt in the air. Uh-huh. Ten bur- I you do it. 10 it's burpees and then 10 pull ups, uh, wide grip pull ups. Um, And then you do that three times and it takes like 20 minutes. And then, and that will, you could just do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. And just, that would be fun. Just fine. to take yeah. that
0: time yeah. for yourself, I think, is important. Yep. For women, I think it's very different.
1: Uh, 100%. Um,
0: yeah. And I mean, obviously, also staying active during pregnancy is important and all of those things that do really. Help, But there's also a lot of health factors. Everyone's body is different. Some people can yoga all the way up to 37, yes. 40 weeks. Other women like me who love exercise find it yeah. really hard I to exercise. I find that so cruel.
1: that you can't. It is
0: so <laughs> cruel because I get really nauseous and yeah. really terribly sick. And you
1: love running. I do. Yeah. And,
0: and immediately I almost can't run because I'm yeah. A, too nauseous, too exhausted because pregnancy brings it that real Huge waves of exhaustion for me. This is not everyone's experience, it's just my experience. And so, it's not my experience, oh, yeah, I know. Good, anyway. So, I think the number one thing I would say is prioritize your mental health, and exercise can help with that. Yeah, but particularly for women, and especially just after you've given birth, just be kind, be bloody kind to yes. yourself. Do whenever you get small, cherished moments that are just for you. And that aren't about adjusting to your new life. Do something that makes you feel good, even if it's literally just run a comb through your hair and have a shower, Mm. or get outside and see the sun. Go for a walk around the block. I was going to, you know, those kinds of things. Save
1: that to the end, but like give each other little breaks and little kind of. I was going to say holidays. They're not holidays, but but yeah, like if you can give your partner the baby and. Go and just get a coffee or whatever, you know, just anything that you need. Yeah. To get, if it's an hour or whatever, it's it makes such a huge difference. It
0: really does. If and each look, other
1: breaks in the night, so because I know I know you're really good at when I when I work late, you're really good at going. You look, you look like you're going to die. Sleep in the spare room and then have like an actual night's sleep, which I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah,
0: because I think you're a team. I think what happens, um, particularly, we're really talking about in this episode, mainly pregnancy in the newborn phase. But I think what happens early on is that sleep deprivation kicks in because babies often, not all babies, but a lot of babies feed every couple of hours, like two or three hours. So that's a really kind of full-on thing to go through if you're doing that all the way through the night. Sometimes it can be every hour. Mm. And so it's a really intense time. And so not only being kind to yourself but being kind to your partner and thinking of yourselves as a team and how you can kind of eke out some sleep for the two of you, yes. So, because even when women are breastfeeding, and often the feeding falls specifically to women when they're breastfeeding, there are still so many things that as a as a bloke that you can do yeah. to help. And I think one of them is is really tuning in and listening to what she needs, and as much as you can giving her breaks. Yeah. Just as just sleep at the beginning is because you do kind of
1: feel. You can feel useless, as you know, because you can't feed the baby unless you're bottle feeding, which we can talk about as well. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so you, you just kind of do everything else. I know one thing that worked for my parents was when we used to wake up when we were babies, me and my brothers. My dad used to just put us outside and then go back to sleep. No, <laughs> what he do, <you> do? What he <laughs> we'll do? do? It was his road. job to get up. He'd grab one of us, hand to my mum, who'd feed, and then he'd kind of doze, and then and then when they were finished, um, so she wouldn't get up. So it just. Yeah, change that and do but also,
0: all of those I kinds also of acknowledge things. that
1: some people don't have the luxury of having a partner. And someone has yeah. to work. Or someone has to work, or, what, or whatever rested. your situation may be. Some people just have useless as shit partners. As <laughs> <well>. <laughs> oh, that's not it's true, honest. Claire. Yeah. Uh, Anyway,
0: I just think try to be as kind to each other as you can, particularly when everyone is getting no sleep. And the biggest thing I always say to any of my friends that are having a baby or have had a baby is that it does not last forever. At the time, it feels like it will, but it does not last forever. At the time, it lasts
1: an
2: excruciatingly long time.
0: (laughs) No, it just gets better and easier. And so. On that note, I wanted to talk about a couple of books actually yeah, that I right. found useful, and then I want to talk about a book that I would recommend: "Burning in the Fiery Pits of Hell."
1: Thanks, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Jeez.
0: So I know I don't. I I don't think I've ever done an anti-recommendation before, but this book tortured no, me. This
1: book can fuck off. I'm with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, it's called Save Your Sleep and for some people it's a godsend. Oh, I thought we were talking
1: about the Da Vinci Code. Oh,
0: That's
1: no. so <laughs> no, good.
0: Anyway, it's called Save Your Sleep and for some some families it's like a godsend and people swear by it. It's a very military precision way of uh, making your baby sleep through the night basically. Mm. And there are some good tips in there but so much of it is about waking your baby and feeding them at 6.05 and then pumping for this man and expressing for this. And if you haven't had kids, you're going to be like, what are they even talking about with pumping? Yeah. But it's not pumping iron, it's pumping your boob. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, <laughs> which is a terrible, terrible thing to have for any woman, I think. I don't know, I have met ne- never met a single woman who enjoys sl- like slapping a contraption on their boobs and then sitting there for hours while it goes, ee, uh, ee, uh, and like, like essentially milking you yeah, like a it cow. You, yeah. It is horrendous to watch. It is horrendous to do. In my opinion, maybe someone loves it. I don't know. And look, it can be really convenient. I really struggled with breastfeeding for lots of different reasons with our son. Yeah. I tried so hard. I ran myself ragged trying to do it. Yeah. It nearly, it really broke me, um, trying to breastfeed. And I had it in my head because I listened to all these midwives and all this advice beforehand. You know, breastfeeding was the only way, breast is best and that, you know, women just need to push through the pain and you're not trying hard enough if it's not working for you. And there's a magic bullet that something will happen. What I've since discovered is that everyone's body is different.
1: And every baby is different. Every
0: baby is different. I mean, they all look the same. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, our son had reflux and I won't go into too much of that, but he had a lot of allergies and things too that complicated matters. And it also depends on the kind of birth that you have, all sorts of factors go into it. And I kind of hadn't realised that at the time. And I felt like no one really said to me, it's okay. Formula is okay. If it doesn't work for you,
1: mixed feeding
0: is okay. Yeah. You can feed with formula and breast milk at the same time. Which
1: is kind of what we ended up doing and then Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. But I had so much guilt over it and I tortured yeah. myself over it for months trying to get this thing to work and I tried cookies and all this nonsense. Anyway, so Save Your Sleep had a whole lot of strategies in it that I felt were quite damaging. And so the books that I felt like were really good – Angels are,
1: and Demons, the sequel. Yeah. It's way <laughs> better. Or is yeah. it a prequel? No, sorry, go on. Who
0: knows? So I'm just going to list them. The first six weeks by midwife Kath. Midwife mm-hmm. Kath is someone to follow. Um, if you are a new parent or going to be a new parent, she's brilliant. Her rice is really sensible. She's a really qualified midwife. She's been doing it for 30 years. My obstetrician recommends her too. Yeah. And she just has... You know, as with everything, you take it with a grain of salt because your situation is always different but her advice is very practical and she says that too that breastfeeding, it works for lots of women and obviously is a great thing to do but it doesn't work for everybody and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And she has really great tips about bath time and getting yeah. them to sleep in sensible calm measured ways and she gives lots of great advice in that
1: so yeah i would read that one also i mean if you can also breastfeed it's way cheap it's cheap as well so well, like, if yeah. you can do it you should absolutely do it <laughs> uh, oh
0: no i'm not, yeah. not in any oh, way no, advocating yeah, not to breastfeed yeah. breastfeeding obviously is an incredibly wonderful thing and for a lot of women it becomes this incredible experience and um, wonderful for their family Bottle feeding
1: also means another person can feed your baby yeah, which, which does handy, help. Yeah. And
0: often actually what some of our friends do who breastfeed is they breastfeed all the way during the day. But then that bottle at nighttime at about, and this is very specific if people have babies. Oh, sorry. So sorry if you're a listener of this show going, you should this be sorry. totally
1: boring. Oh, they've already left those people. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: right? So, you know, you might do what's called a dream feed where like... Mum might go to bed at, say, seven o'clock, and dad can stay and do one bottle of breast milk or of pumped breast milk or of formula. And then, and that just means baby also sleeps for longer because often with formula, they get more calories in. And often sleep is about how much, how many calories they get in before they wake up hungry again. Yeah. And so it really can be wonderful because then not only dad has that bonding time, but also. The mum can sleep. Oh, God. Sleep becomes the biggest thing. So, anyway, Midwife Kath has suggestions around that too. So, The First Six Weeks by Midwife Kath. Another one that's wonderful is called Nurturing Your New Life by Heidi Tzu. And she's also at Heidi Apple on Instagram. I've talked about her before brilliant recipes in that book, recipes to nurture yourself and nurture your family during that time that are super easy with all ingredients that can be kept for ages so you can buy in bulk.
1: Yeah. Freeze this is a, a recent whole lot of thing stuff. that you've kind of introduced, yeah, which has I, been really good, yeah.
0: Amazing, and I've been practising her recipes so yeah. that when it do comes the same, to actually, yeah. D-Day. Yeah, and they're great recipes that Dad can follow too. They're very yeah, simple, Yeah, even a really. dumbass
1: like me, <laughs> thanks.
0: Well, thanks, just people Claire. like you who are culinary challenged.
1: Culinary. I'm I'm a i am a I'm a fucking whiz on a recipe. You've never what? followed a recipe in your life. You put a recipe in front of me, I James can cook literally cooks everything.
0: Like he's living in slow
1: motion. You cook like you're a tornado. <laughs> you just use every I pan. In, if we're gonna if we're throwing stones, <laughs> let's let's do this. let not. I what, cook like the, the chef from the Muppets. Loop, I loop, clean loop, as loop. I go. You don't even know that I've cooked.
0: Okay, yeah, but I do more of the cooking.
1: That's probably true at faster the moment it is, yeah. Because I
0: know if you're going to cook, it's going to take like an hour and a half and by that point no, our doesn't. son is like super starving. <laughs> I can get a meal together in like 20 to 30 minutes. So can
1: I. Get yeah, out of We should have a no, chef style lying, No,
0: he can't. He can't. He really can't. <laughs> he's like obviously better at following a recipe definitely than me, but you take bloody forever and you're always like, what's this? What should I put in here? Oh, I'm just chopping the carrots. No, mate. Sometimes dinner just needs to get
1: on yeah, the table. Yeah, I'm good at that. Chip, get chip, out chop. of here.
0: Anyway, going back to the books. Nurturing a New Life is a beautiful yeah. book to gift also to someone who is a parent or becoming a parent in your life, because it's just really nurturing and it's really kind. And it just says do whatever is right for you and your family, but yeah. look after you. And she has just lots of lovely, simple things like go give yourself a bath. Yeah. You know, go and ring a friend. Just like have look. a
1: cigarette. That's fine. <laughs> she's a
0: qualified nutritionist and dietitian yeah. as well. And she has a beautiful Instagram. And she's a mum of two kids. But she just has a really great outlook on life. And her recipes are excellent yeah. and really quick and easy and very healthy, good for you, nourishing stuff.
1: And that way you're also not running to the shops and whatever. Yeah. Speaking of food, I just wanted to quickly mention. Um, like things like meal services, like HelloFresh, which is a sponsor for us mm. occasionally. For your
0: more popular podcast. So we'll but they are good. It.
1: Like if you just, they give you the exact ingredients and they're easy to follow and they take like 20, minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but now or all, like you foods, which is just, which, which are already made up, which, um, we've used I before. I think they're
0: better in the newborn phase because I think in the newborn phase, even the idea of HelloFresh Fresh. HelloFresh is
1: brilliant. Well, Kelly, we have to say that because we're anything. sponsored at this night. No, ad, no. <laughs> no yeah, cooking, I know what you mean. Even yeah. just
0: cooking can be hard, but yeah, online totally. ordering and stuff is yeah. That's really that's great.
1: really what I'm talking about because often you kind of you go to just take out and you can really you can lean on that because I know yeah. I put on quite a oh, not a you know a bit of weight when we. Oh, I did too, kid, yeah. yeah. Mm, I know. eating takeout and not exercising. And yeah. not sleeping because yeah. sleep
0: is such a massive mm. part of it. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think freezing meals, cooking it up yeah. from freezing before the baby's born is awesome and also getting your fam to drop off some food. That's right. And have a cigarette. You want a cigarette, <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry not about it. Snort some cocaine. You get some bloody cocaine <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not advocating that on any level. I am. Um, Anyway, so aside from that, three other books that I wanted to mention very quickly that I feel like are great. One is Baby Love by Robin Barker. That's kind of like a gospel guide. If you have any kind of weird thing, like your baby is snorting like a pig, like we had at one point, rather than falling into Dr. Google, which is very dangerous and you should not Google too many things, when you are sleep deprived and the mother of a new baby. But at the same Um, time,
1: it can be helpful. It
0: very much can be, but sometimes you can get into dangerous, weird blogs where Mm. you're freaking out about all the symptoms. Anyway, Baby Love is great and all your baby questions are answered in that book. It's like a Bible. It's really good. And then I just wanted to recommend two books that I feel like are just great to read because they make you feel less alone In how difficult parenthood is And all of the funny, ridiculous, hilarious things that happen So one is called The Motherhood by Jamila Rizvi Who's a lovely friend of mine And has um, a brilliant podcast over at Future Women
1: Let's say friend of ours, Claire
0: Okay, a friend of ours. Yeah. She's brilliant. Um, and so The Motherhood is a collection, I guess, of musings or reflections from a lot of prominent women in Australia mm. about their experience of motherhood and it was it was sort of inspired by her friend Claire Bowditch who wrote her a letter when Jamila's baby was born. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous and it makes you feel less alone and it's very um, raw and honest and and great. So I would really recommend that.
1: From our good friend Jamila, equal Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and also it's just – it's also these are all really good gifts if you don't know what to get your friend who is having a baby. I or never a family know. I never so ever know. The other one is um, Lauren Dubois, who I think I might have talked about before. I follow Dubois. her on Instagram. Dubois, she's great. She was a journalist. Now she's a, a, a mother, and she has this just this awesome kind of motherhood blog that's really funny. And she's written a book called "You Will Probably Survive" and other things they don't tell you about motherhood, and it's hilarious. Mm. And great. And she works up from newborn baby or pregnancy, newborn baby all the way to the toddler years. And it's, it just makes you feel better about yourself when you're like, I don't know, Covered in breast milk and like hasn't slept in five days and haven't had a shower in a week and, and you just
1: want a cigarette.
0: Sitting, <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern here. Mm. All right, they're the books I recommend. They're
1: good books, Claire.
0: Okay, excellent. What's another? Well, thing I've got that a podcast here which
1: actually I uh, featured in this week. It's called Dad Pod. I'm taking the more dad side of this. This, oh, yeah. uh, the situation, obviously, Claire, I would hate to speak oh. for for you and women <laughs> everywhere, even though I easily could because I have such a good <laughs> oh, understanding. Yeah,
0: here he goes. <laughs> but, sure. Give us your, give uh, us your but, experience. When uh, your bits rip open and a thing pops out of them, you come and talk to me. I'm oh, sorry, we'll, that was I'll give a terrifying a I'm Claire,
1: excuse me. Uh, my bits have ripped open and <laughs> I need some assistance. So uh, it's called DadPod. Charlie Clawson, who people might know from TOFOP and acting and various other things. Uh, he does this with Osher Gunsberg, who people would know from various – if you're Australian, you know exactly who he is. The
0: Bachelor The Bachelor, of the bachelor, bachelor among other many other things. Yeah. He's great. But he
1: also uh, has his own podcast and, uh, and and he's just, he does a lot of interesting things. And he's Radio also host. like a really like nice guy. Anyway, this, this they've both got two newborns. Uh, and they basically just are, cr- are chronicling that through this, through this podcast. And, um, so every week they also have a guest kind of ring in, which who they speak to about a particular topic. My mom, we, that, uh, so I was on for about five or 10 minutes, um, on this episode that went out yesterday or whatever people want to check it out, but it's just a really good kind of fun. Like, and I don't know it's one of those things that I wouldn't listen to normally. Cause I'm like dads and bloody dad podcast advice <laughs> I for know, kids. I don't, don't kid want to hear it. But dead. this one is really, it's really good and really funny and like helpful and interesting and I think um, it's just a good show. And honest. Show. Right? And honest as well, yeah. yeah.
0: I know. I, I think that's one of the most powerful things is when people actually tell you how they're feeling and how they're going through it. Totally. And you just get to listen to other people being like this is bloody hard. There's nothing worse than when you're struggling and you go to a mother's group or, like, hang out with other dads. I yeah. know how you feel. And everyone's like, best job in the world, wouldn't change it, love them so much, this is a dream. No,
1: I never believe any of that. I always feel <laughs> those people are broken. And, but there's- <laughs> Which probably isn't true. Some people
0: have, like, other, you know, everyone's babies and experiences are different. But for the most part, it's just such a huge life change. My goodness. It's huge and it's mm. wonderful and glorious, but it's also extremely difficult. So... You know, it's nice. And that's what I think um, those two books I recommended are uh, good for too. Yeah. I wanted to talk about, I have two podcasts as well. One is called I Don't Know How She Does It with Holly Wainwright. This is actually from the Mum Mia Podcast Network, but it's mm. an old podcast. I don't think they've even released any episodes anymore. Okay. But there's just... Interviews is um, really prominent Australian women just talking about how they make their lives work, but a lot of them actually centre around how they are parents while also working. Yeah. And that is actually, and it's very honest, um, and Holly Wainwright is a great host. So I'd recommend that. Just go back and, and have a look through there. And Two Peas in a Podcast, um, which the two women I interviewed a little while ago, um, they're awesome and Two Peas in a Podcast sort of goes through their journey with having twins with disabilities mm. and it's just, there's just a lot in it even though that might not be ex- your experience of having twins or, you know, having e- experience with kids with special needs. It's just it's just joyful and kind of heartbreaking and it just is a really honest look at. And they're lovely. They're just lovely but they're also really funny. Yeah, it's, are, anyway, yeah. it's a beautiful podcast too. Yeah. Do you want to talk quickly about – do you have any uh, TV shows?
1: Uh, Not really. I just wanted to quickly talk about uh, something that you introduced really early on with our son, which was reading a book before putting him down for a nap. So that's something – we were doing that like straight away and I'm like, why are we doing this? Like he doesn't – he can't even see his hand in front of his face. But it's one of those things that slowly – and it happens quicker than you think, I guess, where it becomes like a thing that they recognise as like you read a book and then you kind of have a lie down kind of thing. And look – everyone is different and our kid was pretty good at like getting into a routine and don't beat yourself up if this doesn't work for you. Cause we also have friends who like, like the people are like, well, have you tried a routine and have you tried this and whatever? And it's, that doesn't work yeah. because just some kids just don't respond that way. You know what I mean? And exactly. some do Exactly.
0: I know. And yeah. it's the same like our guys that had other challenges. He loves going to bed. He loves his story time. Yeah. And some of that is, I think, to do with our routine. And some of it is just because that That's his just personality who he is. Yeah. is James Clement's son and we all know how much you love to sleep.
1: I love a story <laughs> and I love a nap. <laughs>
0: and we both love story.
1: Clearly. Yeah.
0: Um but and so he warned it yeah.
1: slowly and they can pick books like pretty early on as well, like point to the one that they want and yeah. they recognize they they they're More perceptive than you think they Definitely. are, they just and can't helps, talk. Yeah, it yeah. helps
0: with language, everything. Yeah. They're so, I mean, like as, brain pro- development as, is as primary school teachers, yes. um, that is literally one of the indicators for how kids will go in school, how they will develop with maths as well as yeah, English. It's
1: great for comprehension, yeah,
0: and, and oral language. Yeah. So, reading to your kids if you're worried about what you could do for them before they hit school and all that scary stuff. Just read to them. It's way
1: more important than teaching them like letters and writing and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because that clicks in like, but they'll do that regardless. Yeah, yeah, but they
0: need the exposure to language. Yes. And reading to them as soon as you yeah. possibly
1: can. And their habit. Because you, you, you need to have that in a nutshell, you need to have that fundamental understanding of the basics of language. Otherwise you're just kind of learning it by rote. Which is, which you can do. And you
0: need both. Yeah, of
1: course you do. Yeah. Rote Um, rote learning has kind of went out of favor. It's like, well, you don't really, you know, it's, but there's some things you just need to know.
0: Absolutely. And phonics, which is that, you Mm. know, sounds and letters is super important. Yeah. Anyway, that's Um, another, that's a a whole other world. But read to your kids. It's the best. Also, it's really fun. I love reading to kids. It's awesome. Sometimes you just tired. like a bottle
1: and a book and then whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Love it. Okay, well then I'll recommend my TV shows after we've just talked about the wonders of literature. Sure. Fry your brain. Um no, I just finished watching Parenthood, mm. which is I think based on the movie with Steve Martin. it's a long it? series. Yeah, there's a movie called. Is Parenthood it really? By Steve I didn't
1: know I I know the movie, I didn't know or they inspired were connected. From? Really? I'm pretty
0: sure. It's totally Steve Martin's not in it.
1: Yeah. Parenthood was more of a comedy.
0: Ah oh, well, I mean, parent. This parenthood is a bit of has yeah, comedic got, ties. Sure. It's dr- it's sort of dramedy, I guess. Anyway, the six seasons. It is a bit problematic. It was made kind of two thousand and twelve, maybe. Oh,
1: Claire, everybody's so PC these days. Yeah, eh? know. Oh my god, it gets
0: more. A little bit more PC as time goes on. Oh, my goodness. But it's just...
1: You're right. It absolutely is.
0: Yeah. There you go. But it's just a delight anyway. I mean, some of the women characters, some of them I feel like they're always like, what should I do? And they always go to the dad and the big brother character. And they're they're always panicking when when I, the women I know in the family are usually the ones that get all the shit done.
1: (laughs) Not in my family, (laughs) Which isn't always the way, but it often is. There was a 90s series and Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. Oh,
0: well, there you go. Anyway, it's just about a big bunch of siblings and their parents and their children and grandchildren. And it's just a kind of beautiful look at family life. And, you know, um, there's a a little boy who gets diagnosed with Asperger's. They kind of follow his journey and the parents difficulties and challenges and Mm. heartbreak and, you know, there's just – they deal with sickness in a family and how that affects people. They deal with, you know – divorce and separation and adoption teenagers and what a nightmare oh teenagers my god are. i can't wait you know like you know addiction when parents and when like single moms and all that kind of stuff so there's just lots of beautiful stuff in it it's also just really funny i may also be flooded with pregnancy hormones so it may be why i loved it so much but our parenthood that's currently all the seasons are available on amazon prime so that's cool. The letdown we've talked about before is on ABC. Sure. Little Miss Sunshine the movie. I don't know I don't I don't know if you like that, but I, I like don't. that movie. I know you
1: do. I just don't think it's that good.
0: Okay, well I don't like
1: I the like ending. It. It's so naff. They all get up and dance and whatever. Yeah, and I love that um,
0: kind of you probably wouldn't like Parenthood then.
1: No, I've seen it. Before. I don't mind it. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: good. And this is 40. <laughs>
1: I love this is forty. You love
0: it. Paul Rudd. Especially
1: as I'm um, increasingly getting closer or closer to forty. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Oh God. I hope yeah. you're not feeling exactly like him. Anyway, um, so those are some T V and movies that I thought were are quite good to check out. Mm. Got any more recommends?
1: Uh, not really. No, I think that's really everything. I I guess the other thing is don't worry, don't compare your kid to other kids as well. Ah, Because all kids, like, it's, and that's good because you just, you do it forever. You do it your entire life. Um, kids develop at different times. Kids, like, go ahead and then others catch up and fall back and go ahead. Like, it's just, some kids are good at some things and other things they're not good at. It's just, they just kind of are who they are, you know, and you can obviously push them and, um, you know, you want to make, try them, try different things and try to make them as but the best people that can be, but it's, they are who they are. Yeah. And ultimately also a lot of the things they learn about behaviour and that comes down to you. Like you can tell them something, but if you're not doing it, they're not. If you're like a big screamer, uh, which I'm trying not to be. <laughs> no,
0: <never> to- <laughs> 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 but before our son was born, Ames was just screaming all the time. All the time, couldn't all stop. All the time. Ah! yeah Yeah, but uh
1: so yeah they they that's the kind of thing that they even though they might not realize they're doing it they they mimic you often so if you're using manners and being calm and saying it's okay to feel feelings but you know don't lash out at people and whatever and it's ongoing forever yeah uh, yeah
0: I think as well but again do what
1: works for you whatever
0: one of my um friends I used to work with Alicia said this to me actually which I think has always stuck with me she said that before her daughters were born, she thought that it was her responsibility to shape them in their personality and who they were. Yeah, right. And then once they're born, she realized they're born who they are kind of yes. already in this tiny package, but their personality is almost all there. Yeah. And it's your job to guide them um, in the r- and steer them in the right direction. But ultimately, they are who they are. And you want to instill all the right values and, you know, kindness and hard work and, you know, respect and responsibility. But in a lot of ways, you're there to guide them, but you have to accept them also for who they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which I think can be tricky because sometimes the thing with parenting is you can see the traits in yourself that you might not like Yeah, or the good traits, but also the bad ones reflected in your child. Yeah, absolutely. And that is something that people don't necessarily tell you. That's really challenging. Yeah,
1: because I was quite a shy kid and our son isn't always, but you know, like all kids he can be. And I just want to... I wanted it to be like, just, it's fine. Like, you don't need to be Being afraid like of everything.
0: those kids that are just like, woo, and, and like chilled out. Get out of here, you know, that kid. I don't want to say, no,
1: no, but like uh, what I realized is like, it, like I thought like adults had it all together and whatever. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing and whatever. And but now I'm like, everyone's a fucking idiot. No one knows what they're doing. You don't have to be shy. You can say literally anything. <laughs> I know,
2: really but mind. he's,
0: you know, they have their own. Of course they do. Exactly. And that's what down. I'm saying.
1: Like I, it's, it's him. Yeah, like, and that's, exactly. Yeah.
0: But that's the challenge, I think, to not. Put your stuff totally. onto them, yeah, and ex- and um, yeah, but it's such a, and that's also what's so amazing is watching this person grow and change and learn about the world, and mm. it can be heartbreaking and incredible. And, and you have
1: these little victories along the way, yeah, and you, you
0: just start to see the world through their eyes. Mm. And I know you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is so funny. but to me, what, are you what someone my mind? said to me, <laughs> someone asked me the other day, "Why I have kids?" <laughs>
1: And I think it was me. Claire, why do you have
2: kids?
0: <laughs> no, and I wanted to say two things because I think they were thinking about it in terms of how hard it looks and also the world, the current state of the world. Mm. And I said, I think having kids, and it's very personal, but for me, it's an act of hope.
1: Yeah, that well, actually, sense. Osher Gunsberg, uh, my good friend uh, from uh, – I spoke to him one time. He's very, like, you've, <laughs> yeah, not, so let's true. not get into all the celebrities that we know. But, uh, but he said a very similar thing at The because uh, I mentioned how, like, the world's on fire. What am I doing kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But, yeah.
0: No, but it's, a ho- it's hope and I, and being able to appreciate the world that we are in right this second. But also the, you, know.
1: you don't have to have kids. No, so exactly. don't worry about it if no, you don't want to. Exactly. I don't, I don't so want to speak for anybody choice. that we know, but, you know in particular, but some people just don't want to and great. God, man. and isn't
0: that great that yeah. you can now really think about it because I think 50 years ago people just thought they had to have kids and I think some no, people are no, not designed to have kids or just, not really or for whatever circumstances you just don't, don't want to. don't have to. <laughs> no, and that's okay too because it is a life-changing, altering Thing, mm. but it wouldn't we change should probably wrap this up.
1: So we're running. I know, long. but
0: it's a bumper parenthood episode. James. Oh my
1: god! I
0: just have a few little quick things I wanted to talk about. Can I? No,
1: Claire. I'm leaving. Look, if if you're going to do this, I'm going. I will not take part (laughs) in this. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody.
0: These are just some like specific couple of things. I'm going. Goodbye, everyone. You're annoying. If you are after looking for recommendations for prams and all kinds of paraphernalia, Zoe Foster Blake has a blog and she has two blog posts, the baby stuff we used a lot and what I used and liked for my second baby. Both of those posts have a chock full of really great practical recommendations for just stuff because baby comes Mm. with a lot of stuff and it can be very overwhelming, especially because I panic and have like choice. There is a lot
1: of choice. choice I'm back, everyone. I came back.
0: You came back. He's here. (laughs) He stormed off, started screaming, but
1: he's back. (laughs) I had a cigarette. There is no hope.
0: (laughs) I've had a cigarette. I'm giving up. Um, this is 40 anyway, so those, those two blog posts, I think I would go to just to read through and get some ideas. The things that saved me, if you are a woman breastfeeding and life is hard and things are really hurting, multi-man compresses put in the fridge, saved my bacon Mm. and they're amazing. They're really, really good for your, close your ears boys, but they're for your boobs. And they're really helpful and I've given them, gifted them to friends. I I'm still laughing. And, I'm like, <laughs> no, no, but a lot of my friends, I'm serious, a lot of my friends have really um, liked them. They're lanolin. They're great. Yeah. And also this JJ Cole nappy change clutch that we used, do you remember? We folded it up. We had it in, I stuck it in my handbag and we literally used it every single
1: minute. Oh, that like flat changing mat Yeah, thing. it's just yeah, like yeah. a changing
0: mat thing. I'll get Collings to link it below. For some reason, that thing we used we use that
1: every wherever, day yeah. for
0: like two years and it was so good because you can just chuck it in your bag, yeah, chuck you can, it wherever. And
1: if something happens on it, you can just hose it down. Yeah, because it's sort and of, it you know, coated. Quickly,
0: so, yeah, yeah it, um, really I would recommend. And they come in cute colours so they make really good baby um, yeah. shower gifts. Um, is that everything? That is everything. I'm also quickly going to recommend
1: the movie Rain of Fire from 2002. It starts <laughs> Christian Bale and he's up against the force of dragons which are taking over the world. So that's cool. Set <laughs> in the year 2020. We talked about it <laughs> recently on my other podcast. More is popular. that
0: because to you that's what Parenthood is like, a reign of fire? No, no, I
1: just think it's a good movie about dragons. All right. Like there's Dragonheart and people, like, people remember Dragonheart, but I feel like nobody talks about Reign of Fire. And Matthew McConaughey's in it, Gerard Butler's in it. It's just a good crew all around, mate. Get know it if you can. All right.
0: Go eat a chicken burger. Good Wish I lord. I
1: am doing low carb. You know that.
0: <laughs> I, we asked for some suggestions quickly. Oh,
1: we did too. We did.
0: So I'll just, these are from audience listener people. Thank you so much. You can do this at Suggestible Pod. This is from Vinny. I know it probably doesn't apply necessarily, but Instant Family is a great heartwarming comedy about the highs and lows of adoption. I have
1: seen Instant Family.
0: Yeah. And also the female who kind of looks like Claire.
1: Oh, yeah. I was Rose, Rose Burn, Burn, Yeah,
0: mate, that is
1: so nice. I mean, nice. that's pretty generous, but sure. <laughs>
0: Very generous, but I'll take any crumbs I can get at the moment. This giant woman will take anything. Clearly, I'm married to James. (laughs) Okay. Um, Another one. This is from David Malofsky. Mm. Big pregnancy exercise balls are great for rocking newborns to sleep. A bunch of my dad friends did it and even our physio started recommending them to her patients. Oh, very good.
1: That's not a bad idea either. Yeah,
0: really, really good. Yeah, so they're two of the ones. And another guy... Uh, Harry Fitzgerald has mm. recommended the barefoot investor.
1: Oh, and yes. I think
0: if you are, cause parenthood brings in money and all kinds of things as well. Um, the barefoot investor really sets you up. It's, it's Australian. So for us and UK listeners, it's still really a good read. I think read. it still applies.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just
0: got great strategies around setting yourself up and your family financially.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's everything. Also, if you want to review the show, guess what? You can. What?
0: You can do it in app. All you do, are are you mean, open up your seriously? app. You open up your
1: iTunes app, and you give it a bloody five stars if you want to. If you all, want to. All I'm uh, saying
0: is, it would make my entire year. That's
1: right. More than me giving birth to another child. Me that. Me too, Claire. Me too. Excellent. It's nice to have our priorities in check. Uh, Swills nineteen says five stars. First of all, it says hysterical. Claire and James have an excellent rapport. Rapport.
0: No, it's definitely rapport. Rapport's
1: Good. And this show is great. Uplift an uplifting way to begin my weekend. There you go. What well, comes out on Wednesday or Thursday? I don't know. But I'm just saying you can listen to it before the weekend. But then again, any time is a suggestible time. We all know that. Good night, everyone.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> he's Let running. You know <laughs> he's I'm gone.
1: gone. <laughs> he's really gone, guys. It's over.
0: Okay, thanks, for Collings, for editing the show. I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me.
1: It's actually quite peaceful. Oh god, my cigarette, I'm good. i feel much better. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you.
2: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.